The MyMac Podcast is sponsored by Otherworld Computing. Visit them at MacSales.com or call them at 1-800-275-4576. You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 497, <laughs> Monkey in the Middle. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone and welcome to the MyMac Podcast 497. Oh, it's scary! It's scary! It's only three away, but uh, then there could be a delay. Yeah, do you see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. You built away, up the delay. anticipation. Yeah, but it was away delay. You know. Oh, you're a poet, words. and you Ooh. didn't even know it. You're, but your <laughs> but your feet show it. They're Longfellows. Oh God, I wish I hadn't started this. Now. <laughs> well, Hi, it's Hi. your own fault. It's your own fault. <laughs> I'm doing great, Gaz. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Very, very quiet now, this this week in um in my Gasland. In Gasland and Mac, in, well, not in Gasland. Yeah, because no. I, was, I, I, I was I was reading your 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 Twitter uh, posts and Twitter posts and uh, it wasn't on Facebook. I think it was in Google Plus. You were doing like a crap load of driving, <laughs> like three and a half hours each way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just to, just to referee a rugby match. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Mind you, it was a good game, and uh, I got a good review. I get, we Basically, when we do do that, it's called an exchange. Right. And when, when we go on exchange, we generally got wired up, and we generally get watched. And not only was I watched, there was about 300 people there watching the game itself, and also the president of the RFU, um, which is... Uh, yeah, very good. Oh, and he spoke a joke there. And he spoke, he spoke like there shouldn't be. And he spoke <laughs> to me afterwards, and I think I did all right. So yeah, yeah, it was it was worthy. It was worthy. So uh, I should get a good report out of that. Fingers cool. crossed. Yeah, I uh, I was doing some driving. Actually, I I just got. I had to go down to. Um, well, actually, I guess I didn't have to, but I did. I uh, went down to Fredericksburg, Virginia, where where my son Guy goes to college. Yeah, to pick him up. He I, this has nothing to do with anything, but uh, he he'd gone down for the weekend to meet his his girlfriend's parents, who, who had driven up from where they lived to to meet him. And before he went down there, um, he was telling us this plan, my wife and me. And we, I was sitting there thinking, okay, so you're going to meet her parents for the first time while you're staying at her apartment where she goes to college <laughs> and there's just something about that whole situation it's like uh you know if i was her father i would be like so you're you're generally defiling my daughter on a regular basis isn't that wonderful nice, so <laughs> nice to meet you i think the listeners are so happy to hear all about this <laughs> <laughs> well but the the other thing well actually to get it back onto tech uh, apple maps seriously let me down Yesterday. Yes, I saw something in the show notes. So tell me all about it, guy. Uh, tell your Uncle Gary. Okay. Uh, uh, now, you know my son, Hang my other son, Peter. Him. I'll just go and get him. Okay. Hello, guy. Okay. How can I? You tell me all about it. How are you, Gary? Um, 
so he, uh, uh, you know, my other son, Peter is, he's, he does, you know, he's, he's in drama classes and he's interested in, uh, movie and TV productions and things like that in high school. And, uh, their, their last play, and this is his senior year in high school. The last play that they're doing is going to be spam a lot. The whole, you know, Monty Python thing. And a friend of his who is now in the, the U S Naval Academy, uh, apparently they have their own, uh, troop trope. How does that, I'm, I can't, I don't, I don't know quite how troop troop. troop. <laughs> okay. And they're doing right now. They're doing spam a lot. So we drove the Spanish Inquisition. So we drove, we were going to go from here to Annapolis, Maryland, where the, where the Naval Academy is and, and see this play and have some dinner, you know, ahead of time. And it was just, it was just my wife, Tracy and me. So she's, you know, I asked her, I said, well, do you know where this, this Chinese restaurant is that was recommended? And do you know where the theater is? And she's, well, no, not really. So I said, okay, not a problem. I will open up the maps application on my Mac, look them up and just bounce them right over to my phone and just thought I was the bee's knees. I was just this, this wonderful, so plugged in guy that this just, this was just going to be great. So not a problem. I, you know, I, I typed in the, the, uh, uh, Naval Academy into, uh, the Apple maps application. I typed the name yep. of, the, of the Chinese restaurant in, into the Apple or the Mac the Macintosh version of the maps application yep. got, got both addresses. I hit the, you know, send to my iPhone and it did its little bing and, you know, stuff flew around the screen. And when I looked at it on my phone, it was like, okay, well, there's the two addresses right there. I didn't have to do anything on the phone itself. Looked it all up on my Mac. So we get into the car and I hit the, the first address for the Chinese restaurant and we start going and, and, you know, I mean, I know how to get to Annapolis. So I'm starting my, the drive and I just happened to look down at the phone and I realize that it's still showing me as being at my house after having driven for like 15 minutes. And it's Oops. like, you know, I know that T-Mobile's coverage for my phone isn't that great, but it's not that bad either. So I, I, I pull over and I'm hitting all these buttons and I could not get it the Apple maps program to give me turn by turn directions, no matter what I do, it would show me the route, you know, every single time it's like, okay, well you're starting from your house here and you want to go over here. I said, yes, thank you. I know that now what <laughs> tell me how to get there. You know, give me the, the turn by turn. It was like, no, oh, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. And it didn't matter what I did. It would not give me turn by turn directions. And so I figured, okay, you know what? Screw Apple Maps. I'm going to go over and I'm going to use the, uh, the the Copilot application that I have. Yep. <clears throat> Except that was just recently updated. And there's a new version of the program, which I had downloaded and installed. The new version of the program did not include the maps that I had downloaded for the previous version of the application. So I didn't have any maps in the Copilot application. And I'm like, oh. So I said, okay, okay, I'll, I'll go to Navigon. I go to Navigon. Apparently something happened with the maps that I had in the Navigon app. So I've got three great, you know, supposedly wonderful turn-by-turn GPS applications, and not a single one of them could tell me where it was I needed to go. So oh. we turned on my wife's phone, and we used the 
Google Maps application. <laughs> it got us there. I was so disappointed. That's a bit of a fail, that is. Isn't yeah. It? Well, and when, and the, the the crazy thing is. So, um, have you tried it again since to see yes. whether there's a problem with the the process of sending the uh, the location via via you know via the Maps app to the phone, and then it always thinking that you're going to be starting from that particular location or. Well, as it turns out, the fault and, you know, no big surprise was mine. You know, not, ah, not a right. shocker. You know, I kept hitting the button that said start. You know, once right. it showed, once it showed okay. me, it showed me the route. Yep. Yep. Well, what that start button apparently seems to do is say, oh, okay. You want to see the entire route to go from where you said you're starting until where you said you're going to finish. Right. Not turn by turn directions, you know, live, but just showing me the route. And it would give me yeah. this big long list of, okay, well, you go to this street, you take a right. It's like, I, I don't care about any of that. Just yep. tell me, you know, when I'm barreling down the road at 70 miles an hour, tell me what exit I need to get off on and in what direction I need to go. So tell us, Guy, how did you fix it? Well, there's a, a separate button that looks like a, a, a little arrow with a hook on it. You have mm-hmm. to hit that button instead ah, of start. I see. Yeah, because it's completely obvious to anyone with a brain that the <laughs> the little arrow with the hook in it means that you want turn by turn and not the button that says start. So. <laughs> That's almost a tip, you know. <sighs> It's well, yeah. It, it it's a tip that that I should have been a little more careful in what it was I was doing before we actually left the house. <sighs> oh right, okay. But you've got a you've got a valid point there. I'm just going to say it just works. It didn't. But in just this work. case, it didn't just work. There no. was a process in which. You struggled being a relatively intelligent human being. Yeah, okay. okay, we could debate that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to debate that on this show. Yeah, <laughs> I, do that, un- I do that to myself enough. And it's unfair if we did. But you're a relatively <clears throat> intelligent human being and you struggled to get that sorted. And I could understand your frustration and I could understand that, you know, the problems you went through and – you know, that's a complete fail, really. Yeah, I would agree. And it did not make me happy. No, no, that's not good. But that's we did get there. The The show was – oh, speaking of um, the, the, sh- the show itself was wonderful. Uh, do, you want, this- do you want me to give you another fail of the Maps application? Sure. Certainly on the, um, on the desktop version. Okay. If you want to press – you know, the, the, there's like an arrow, which is um, – pointing at about one thirty, you know, between 1 and 2, which is basically it locates where you are. Right. If you're, if you're at home and you're being ultra speedy, i.e. your Mac has not got Wi-Fi turned on, but it does have the um, uh, hard cable, the Cat6 cable in this case, hooked up to your router, if you press that button, you get the cannot show your location Turn on Wi-Fi to show your location on the map. That's weird because why the hell would it make any difference? 
Well, it's obviously using the Wi-Fi stations and taking a cross-match of, of your location from the Wi-Fi signal, and it's not taking any signal or any information from the router from the router at all, which, you know, well, okay, I can understand that. But it's a bit of a, you know, all right, I'll turn the Wi-Fi on. Okay, I've got my location. Okay, I'll turn it off again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it makes no sense in so many ways. Now, I mean, in theory, the maps program is, uh, is, is wonderful because this is, this is a little bit of, of synchronicity between your mobile devices and that was a place album. Yeah, it was. As a matter of fact, it was their last, it was their last album. And I, Oh, I, all right. Another tangent. You, you brought this up. I, I had a chance to see the police. Uh, it was right on a after, regular basis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, they, oh, they knew me well. Uh, it was, it was right after their first album came out and they were touring the States for the first time and they were doing relatively small clubs. But I couldn't see them because I had to work. And it was four or five years later when I was living in Ohio that I finally got to see them in Cleveland. And this was probably less than a month before the band broke up. And I was expecting to hear this like ska kind of reggae sound that you got from like their first two albums. And instead it was like this overproduced production and they had all these backup singers and other, you know, other people playing instruments. And it was like, this sounds, and he, he, he you know, Sting is doing Roxanne. And it was like, what the hell is this? This isn't Roxanne. This is like, yeah. you know, Frank Sinatra trying to sing the Sex Pistols. You know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And I have never been, I mean, I went to a lot of concerts. I have never been to a concert where the three main guys in the band were as far apart as they possibly could be (laughs) on stage at the same time. And it was painfully obvious that at this particular point, they hated each other's guts because they just, it was like, yeah, okay. Is that song done? Are we done yet? Can we go home? Did they keep doing this to each other? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they would have. Uh, It would have been more like this. Yeah. Okay. So where were we? <laughs> oh, we were getting ready to go over to the MyMac.com recent articles. Were we? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Do you want to take the first one or shall I? I'll take the first one. It's the Fooplob or is it the Loop Fob? This is a review by, oh, uh, I'm not sure what to do here now because I already did the, the backwards thing uh, by Kurt Blanchard there. Uh, Loop Pay's fob provides a way to wirelessly, wirelessly transmit your credit card information to a payment terminal. Just hold the fob close to the slot where you would normally swipe your card and press its button. Transaction complete. Now, I didn't take a look at this, but I got a feeling this is more aimed at you uh, over there in the U.S. Well, there's already something kind of like this at a lot of gas stations. Where you because you, you, I I can I can do that with my credit card at the moment I just swipe it over the machine and I can I can pay so oh so it's, know, got, I, I just, it's got like I a just, little, I wave little chip it I just in wave it. it yeah I just wave yeah. it near the machine so they normally do it only for small transactions but uh, uh, yeah it's uh, that transaction size is going up anyway go on, go take a look yeah uh, Aperon Aperon Allaire Bluetooth wireless premium premium stereo speakers having this trouble is, there. This is an analysis and a review by Nom G. Morosky. I like him. 
This exciting new Allaire Bluetooth wireless stereo speaker system is priced midway into the $250 to $550 premium category. If you are tempted to save money and buy a competitor's less expensive bookshelf product, consider the first consider first <laughs> the added value Aperon provides. So go over and take a read because John loves his music and he loves his speakers and I'm sure that is one hell of a review for you. Yep. Uh next up is the uh the Facetune app. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. Applications for portrait portrait Oh my god. Where's what is wrong with me tonight? Applications for portrait <laughs> retouching. Guy, can I can, before you carry on? Can yeah. I just say there's nothing wrong with you tonight? It's the same as every other. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, whew, that's a load off whew. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Applications for portrait retouching on the Mac are often complex yeah, and quite expensive. Apps that perform similar functions in iOS are less expensive or free, but usually aren't as capable. A new competitor, Facetune, is now available for the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah, there's actually there's a um, an app I was using last year. I'm grabbing my my iPad real quick here, and I'll tell you what it is. It's almost like Photoshop, but not quite for the iPad. It's called. Um, Do you where want is to it? Wait? Art, Studio. Art Studio. Art Studio. Yeah. Um, do you want me to carry on, or are you good? No, no, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> Esterism Embrace Five iPhone Bumper. This is a review by Lisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. I was ready. Of course, it helps if, that you've got it there in the show notes too. <laughs> if you've watched or read my <laughs> previous reviews on Esterism iPhone Bumper bumpers, you know I'm a big fan. Says Elisa. The Esterism Embrace 5 iPhone bumper is no exception. Go over and take a read. And the uh, the last one for this week is Tech Fan Podcast number 152. Can I just say yeah. that only appeared earlier today. That that nearly didn't make it. Oh, really? And I've actually listened to it already. Oh, I haven't had a chance to. I, no, yeah. it, 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 it's only come out later, uh, earlier today. Later today? If it's come out later today, it shouldn't <laughs> you be couldn't have, You couldn't have listened to it yet. <laughs> You're plugged sorry. into Tim's house. I can see it now. <laughs> sorry, carry on. <laughs> Tim and David discuss some funny things to happen in the last week, as well as the importance of a good office chair, <laughs> keyboard, and monitor. David watches the first episode of the U.S. version of House of Cards, finally. And Tim has a Kool-Aid incident. <laughs> oh, dear. I didn't take that bit out. I'm glad you didn't carry on there. Well, yeah. well I'm no, sitting I, I on do, my bouncy I, ball. So I, they've got their chairs and I've got my bouncy ball. And I'm bouncing up and down at this very moment. Well, yeah, you know what happened to Leo Laporte, right? I don't care. Okay. just, <laughs> just and, it, and it was on video. If it pops, it's it going to be a big noise. It did. And yeah. it was. Can I say I don't weigh as much as that man? But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, are you going to Matt World this year? Yes, I am. Uh, you haven't been sponsored, have you? 
I have I have been sponsored. You know, and and I was going to say I I didn't forget because I do have something to talk about for from OWC Otherworld Computing at Max. Do you want us to do you want to do it now or do you want to do it a bit later then? No, I'll do it right now. Um, okay, now, you one. remember it was it wasn't last week. It was week before. I was talking about that that Thunderbolt drive that they have yes. the, with yes, the four I'd, bays I'd in look it. At that actually, yeah, quite a lot. Oh that. man, that is such a sweet thing. But not everyone has a Macintosh with a Thunderbolt port. Correct. And if you don't have a Mac with a Thunderbolt port, but you still want to be able to have up to sixteen terabytes of storage, well, OWC has you covered with the Mercury Elite Pro. QX2, four drive bays, good for up to 16 terabytes of storage and a wide variety of RAID configurations. And I'm talking 0, 1, 2, 5, 10. You know, you can assemble it as like just one great, big, huge 16 terabyte drive if that's something that you want to do. And they have a, a, a number of prices available starting at $279, the link to this product will be in the show notes for this show. But if you just go over to OWC at MaxSales.com and check out the Mercury Elite Pro QX2, I think you will be amazed. And you can reach them, as I said, at MaxSales.com or give them a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-800-275-4576. That's got FireWire, eSATA, and USB three. It's got it's it, it, it. They would probably put an Apple desktop bus connector on there if they could. <laughs> OWC is all about the backwards compatibility. If you need that, cool, cool. Right now, let's move on. I've been seeing rather <laughs> a lot of security photos in Google Plus. <laughs> I've seen yeah. several passport photos, which I would not be impressed with. Um, mainly of you, guy. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, you know, you know I, I've I've talked before that that I'm I'm going to be one of four people providing security for uh, Allison Sheridan's Nocillacast uh, podcast party at MacWorld. And please go on over and either listen to her show to get the information you need, or uh, I'm sure you can find it if you look really, really hard over there at uh, Podfeet.com. If you're going to be at Macworld this year, do not miss it. It is such a great party and a lot of great people to meet. Well, um, the four of us got together, the four of us that that provide security in air quotes. And uh, this year we're all going to be wearing uh, a T-shirt that that I designed. It's basically just a big white square. It says Nosilicast Security and has the Nosilicast feet on it shackled. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's handcuffs on the feet. Yeah, I like it. I do like that. And uh, I, I just got my shirt the other day, and I, I put it on. Had my wife take a picture, and I uploaded it into Google Plus. Well, Tim saw that picture, and he posted a slightly older, older shot of me, uh, apparently from 2008 when I still had the ponytail, and the expression because the picture with me with the t-shirt was on the right hand side, of the, you know, like the right column. The older picture that Tim put in was on the left side, and the picture of me that was older is kind of looking over to the right, and it looks like the older picture of me is like either terrified, horrified, or possibly both of the the newer picture wearing the uh, the Nocillacast uh, security shirt. 
Well, there was an awful lot going on in Google, and uh, we've got Mark Shepard who threw in a bumper. Uh, we then had uh, another new member. Um, uh, somebody mentioned, I think it was Nick Riley, saying it's an avalanche. We then had a few other things um, with <clears throat> Alistair Jenks jumping in about a Windows uh, VM that he was running and asking some questions, which he got a few answers to. Um, I also got some questions with reference to the Eneloop batteries and how can they be charged? Can they be charged in a regular uh, NIM? Uh, I call it NIM. It's in little i MH charger. Right. Um, and then there was some uh, reference to other batteries as well. So if you go over, you'll find out all about that. But the one thing, uh, one of the things I did want to sp- speak about was Harrister <laughs> also put a <laughs> uh, a link into uh, if you want to know what part of the UK Gazmat is from, then listen carefully. And he he sent a link to BBC Radio's for. Um, the film program, a tour of the British Isles in accents. Now, to be perfectly honest with you, this is a little short. It only covers really some of the main accents, and uh, it does do it quite well. Nicholas Riley said, and, and I've, uh, you'll find out why I've got to say this and why I've got to um, cover this in a minute. Nicholas Riley went brilliant with a smiley face, and then Michael Cassell <laughs> jumped in and said, Gobblers. I don't now, get that. Now, cobblers in the UK <clears throat> can mean rubbish. You know, it's like saying rubbish to somebody. You know, okay. cobblers, mate. It's all a load of cobblers. Now, a cobbler, for those in the know, is somebody generally who has a foot, do you see what I did there, in the shoe industry. Oh! Foot in the shoe industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, you see, you see. I thought about this for about the last 30 seconds. <laughs> um, you nitwit, Brit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Michael Cassell did actually also say, uh, Gazmaz, would you like to explain? And I'm doing it here. So the explanation is that Northampton is uh, quite famous for shoemaking. And apparently in the First World War, not that we don't mention the war, I think I did once but got away with it, um, in the First World War, Northampton actually made apparently 70% of the British Army's boots and shoes. So um, it was quite an is. It's still a, a reasonable industry uh, in Northampton, but we tend to make the high-end expensive shoes now. So that's why Michael Cassell said Cobblers Nicholas, if you're, if you're uh, listening. Uh, he wasn't being nasty. I also followed it up and said, okay, so where am I from then? And Alistair Jenks <laughs> basically could put my... Um, well, he put my <laughs> latitude and longitude <laughs> location in there. Uh, I've got to say, it, it's not quite right, but it is in the right town. So I'm leaving that where it is, really. Cause yeah, yeah, I don't think Probably best not to tell everybody exactly where I live, although probably people can find out. So there was lots of stuff going on over in uh, Google Plus, as there usually is. And we had some new members, and it's all good fun. Yeah, we had some stuff over in Twitter as well. Uh, yes. <laughs> mostly related to uh, the, the, the security picture that I put in with me wearing the shirt. And uh, let's see, you've got <laughs> uh, Chris or Cal Mickey was talking about uh, drawing a pint of beer. And I guess uh, you would, you'd put in a picture of like a, a selection of beer. Yeah, well, basically, I was. We, um, uh, Mrs. G said on Friday night, right, we're going out. And I said, fine. And she said, we're going to the lamplighter. Uh, okay, now, lamplighter, in obviously, uh, for those who don't know, used to be somebody who'd go round and light the lamps. It's really all in the name, I suppose. Um, 
<laughs> and we went in, and on this particular night, this this pub does have, and it's a, it's a pub with no television in it. An wow. awful lot of places you go to now, they've all got a television in there. No television. There was music, but no television. Superb. But they'd also, got a, they'd also got a beer, bit of a beer festival going on. They do have good hand pulls behind the bar, but they'd also got a, a beer festival going on. And I took a picture of a rack of about three or four high by at least four or possibly five, because one of the, the section is covered by somebody standing in front of them, uh, of barrels Ooh. of beer, oh, kegs, yeah. of, kegs of beer. And, uh, yeah, we took we, – we spent a little time there and, and uh, partook of a few of the beers. Yeah, I see, uh, I, I see nine kegs and yeah. one sweet little – oh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> and that was – yes, that was, that was a good night. So I think we'll be going back to that particular pub, which is in um, – it's in a good walking distance of the house, which actually put me over my weekly limit for my pedometer. I actually went into the green for I've the been first using, time. Yeah, I've been using that app. Yeah. And you know, I put in my height and it, it figured out what my stride was and all that. Yeah. I'm yep. only at like 30, 40% at most. Yeah, well if you if you just lower the, you know, what you're expecting, because you can adjust that uh slightly, you know, if, if you're oh, only okay. ever there's no point in doing, you know, trying to aim for something which you're never going to achieve. You know, just lower it down, and then when you get close, it might encourage you to do a, a bit more walking, which is is basically, you know, what you need to do. So, right, yeah. So I went into the green for the first time. Um, mind you, the, the reward at the end of that green was a beer or a beer, <laughs> which which, which kind of <laughs> killed any health benefits. Yeah, yeah. So so it was linked. All of that information was linked to Apple eventually. Right, right. <laughs> and Chris wanted to pay Gaz back for the beer, but he had to pay off the security guy first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is all the stuff that's going on over at the, the MyMac Podcast G Plus community and all the craziness that goes on over in, in Twitter that's related, uh, not just not just to the MyMac Podcast, but to uh, to Gaz and me. And if if you want to follow us on Twitter, we'll have all that stuff at the uh, the end of the show. We will. Okay, so shall we disappear from this section of this particular podcast, Guy? I think that would be marvelous. Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please, please, Gaz. Remove us from these premises. Stand by to stand by and oh. we'll be right back. a hard drive otherworld computing at maxsales.com how about a hard drive enclosure otherworld computing at maxsales.com optical drives memory mac and ios accessories otherworld computing at maxsales.com fantastic support video how to's otherworld computing at maxsales.com think it's difficult to find the right components that will work with your mac OWC makes it easy to get just what you need, and you can rest easy knowing it will be exactly what works with your computer. Still unsure? Give them a call 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-275-4576 and talk to their sales associates or support staff and see for yourself. That's 1-800-275-4576 
or online to otherworldcomputing at maxsales.com. Nothing down and 100% return on investment. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, something that I we wanted to talk about very, very quickly here because it is an important subject is uh, mm. security. And just because you have a Mac or you know your, your iOS devices does not mean that you are not invulnerable not only to some of the bad stuff that other people do, but to the mistakes that occasionally companies like Apple make. Uh, and not just with their desktop or mobile devices, but both. But Guy. At the very same time. Apple's made a mistake. They have made a mistake. Oh, crap. Now, see, I wasn't ready that time. <laughs> I got to find it. <laughs> yeah, but by the time you found it, we've lost it. Here we go. And Apple made a mistake. And all the hackers around said. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yep. And all the users went. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think that this was not a serious topic, but it really. <laughs> Yeah, but you've got to make it fun, haven't you? I know. I know. It is a serious topic. And uh, if you're not listening, pay attention. <laughs> there, uh, <laughs> there was there was a, a hack. Well, not really a hack. I guess it was a bug. In Now, remember that iOS and, mm. and OS X have some, some similar roots in some of the things that they do. And apparently one of them was this bug, uh, which is, which was a, uh, an SSL bug. And what that stands for is secure sockets layer. Now this is a, a networking technology that establishes a link between your computer and other people's services, services, ah, other people's yeah. servers, servers. Yeah. yeah, boy, t- I should be drinking. Uh, it allows, for others, and what this, what the now, if I've got this wrong, please let me know, people. Basically, this bug allowed for others to forge a security certificate that to your Mac or iOS device looks like it came from whatever site you were trying to reach, and then your Mac or iOS device will happily hand over whatever information the certificate was required for in the first place. And Fortunate. Now, now, it was kind of weird the way that this whole thing came out. Uh, Apple came out with an update to iOS, and in the in the, the verbiage for the iOS update, which was seven six, they talked about this bug, and somehow or another, news got out that this bug was not just in iOS, but it was on the Mac as well. And from what I have been able to figure out, uh, this is limited to uh, iOS, I believe, iOS 6 and 7. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, OS 10, 10.9. So if you're not running uh, Mavericks or if you're on – if you're one of the, one of the you know, six or seven people that are still on iOS 5 or below, you should be fine. 
So something happened between iOS 6 and 7 and uh, 10.9 on the Mac that well, this bug was introduced. There's a bit of a conspiracy theory going on, isn't there? Because th- some people have tried to put a timeline down to this, and they're talking about when there was – I think there was a statement by um, your security – is it the NAS? NA? NSA. NSA, and there was there was something where Apple apparently denied that they were in collusion with them, and this code kind of either dropped in. The timing, I'm not quite sure of the timing, but there was some sort of conspiracy theory that it had been put in at this point when apparently Apple were denying that there was any con- collusion. Now, it, well, it, yeah, there's a difference that's cons- between you, you collusion can, between well, Apple hang, and the hang NSA. On a minute, guy. Okay, hang go on ahead. Minute. Sorry. Hang on a minute. You can create a conspiracy theory out of just about everything, and people do. Yes. I do not believe the conspiracy theory, uh, but the code which was put in, apparently it's a second part of a go-to-fail. It's a go. It's an error. Um, I, th- I believe, and I'm not a coder, I'm not a developer, so please correct me if I'm wrong. But from my understanding, it was like a duplicate go-to line in the security pull. So it would go and try and find and say, if you do not receive the correct message with reference to this, you should fail. But there was a second line saying almost exactly the same thing, which was easily missed. So it could have been an easy copy and paste where somebody was putting it in, didn't realize they pasted it twice. Right. And that second fail or that second go-to, go-to error check actually negated the first one. So now that, okay, you can, you can do that. You can make a mistake in your code. Come on, Apple, where was your checking? Did nobody check the code afterwards? Did they not have any tests to check this? That's what is getting people a little bit upset about, you know, why... You, understandable that you can make a mistake in the code, but then to not check the error and check the processes that you've, you know, you've re you've entered a new process and you've entered a new code line or you've entered new code and then not checked it is what I think is the biggest. Well, it's, it's just the biggest fault I think here. And I'm well, quite the, surprised. The, the, quite good, surprised. the good news is, you know, not only did Apple not see it, Apparently, nobody else did either. No, no. Um, now, uh, unless there was somebody who did notice this and informed Apple about it, which I have not heard. I think – well, I don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. I'm not, I, I've got a feeling they were informed about it, to be honest with you. Okay. But I'm not I, – but I could be wrong there. I could be wrong there. But I, yeah, I, I don't give any credence to – uh, conspiracy theory related to this, <laughs> even though I've seen, you know, cause I've been following this on some of the tech sites and, and not so much on the sites themselves when they talk about this. I mean, they may mention it in passing, but when you get into like the comments section of a lot of these yeah, articles, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got so many people that are, are just going crazy. Yeah. And it, it's like, okay, so you're saying that, Apple is was in collusion with the NSA and put this extra code in on purpose so that the NSA could intercept transmissions or uh, otherwise secure information from iOS and Macs to do 
whatever it is the, the NSA wants to do with it. However, you trust that Windows and Android who seem to give their information about their users to anyone with a checkbook does this doesn't they don't have this problem. Okay. Well, Got it. They're, they're, they're two different subjects, but you know, really they are two different things, but, but I agree. It, I think it was a bit of an error and I've got a feeling that if a certain uh, previous um, uh, CEO of the company was around, there could well have been uh, heads, heads would have rolled. <laughs> heads rolling here, but you know, you've got to learn from it and correct it and move on. And you know, I think they've probably done that. So if you are listening, we've made, we've made, fairly light of this but, but it's, it is very serious update update fairly quickly and i think you yeah. were we were we were talking about it pre- previously um in the pre-show guy well call it a pre-show it's more <laughs> of a, it's more of a therapy friendly yeah it is therapy um <laughs> you, you mentioned it's probably more prevalent or more important certainly if you're on a machine which is wi-fi yes Yes. Because obviously, if you're if you're wired at home, it's probably you're probably better off. Although, even if you're at home, you've got a hardwired Mac, just still do the update. Still yeah. Do so, it, if and you, you've if also got on here, it's Apple TV as well. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. The Apple TV was <clears> affected <throat> by this as well. Yeah. So, if you have, if you, you see, have you see, the iOS... NSA wanted to watch all my movies. That's oh, what those... they wanted to do. They wanted those... to watch my movies. I'm not happy with them watching my movies, but those... that's what they wanted to do. <laughs> those astrid bays. That's pig Latin <laughs> for, for those bastards. Anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. I got to, you know, I got to, you know, it's not funny might, if you had to spell it out. I know. We, I might know. Be stu- we might be stupid, but our listeners really aren't. Although well, they're sometimes listen- well, they're yeah. listening to this. <laughs> We're only joking. We love you. Really. Oh, we do. We love you guys. Uh, so if, if you're on any type of iOS device that's running uh, iOS 6 or iOS 7, Ooh. if you're on a Macintosh that's running uh, 10.9 or if your Apple TV is on what, you know the, the latest and greatest, make sure that you go and check for updates for every single one of those devices and you know all kidding aside this is no joke and it needs to be taken care of as quickly as you possibly can i know that when i when i went to update the the various macs we have in the house it took forever because as soon as apple released it everybody was hitting them at the same time for it yeah and it's still it's quite a long process because it actually does a complete reload of your system. So it, it is some base code there which they have to fix. So it does a restart and uh, yeah. it'll it'll go. To, but don't do this if you're in a rush because it does take probably a good ten or fifteen minutes at least. And that's assuming yeah. that you've got you know a, a, a reasonably fast connection and that Apple's servers aren't getting hammered like they were when I did it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I. Yep. So make sure you back up all those devices and we are going to, we're going to get out of here and we're going to bring it back, bring it back to the lighthearted part because the last couple minutes have just been so serious. So gals, you know what? What? Everyone should just stand by to stand by and we'll be, oh, what's that word? Right back.
Lisa Pisali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. Spanning time, space, and the universe, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third and final section of this week's... Uh, what so, show are we on? So smooth. What, what show are we on? <laughs> this is... Oh, it's the MyMac Oh, you mean oh, oh, you meant the actual show or the number? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't uh, worried about the number. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's three point five. Good, good. Yeah, it's it's not that here. It's different. Yeah, so um, we have four hundred ninety six point five shows to go before I we get you. to five hundred. I agree with you. <laughs> and in my agreement, oh. <laughs> hit it. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips. It's time for Gassy's tip. Oh, that was clever. <laughs> that was clever, and it, it, and you even had to give me a hint. <laughs> I bet everybody was going, "Play it, guy! Play, play it! Play it! Come on!" Like, yeah, for sake, play the music. <laughs> there I was going, huh? What? Duh, what? Okay. Do you use smart folder? Do you use smart folders on your Mac? I ever do. thought you do good yeah. um <laughs> ever thought i wish i could create a nested rule well it's easy i think i've done this tip before but i was asked once before to repeat some of them in case people forget or we've got new listeners okay so if you want to create a nested rule it's easy wherever you are in itunes or maybe in the finder all you have to do is press the alt or option key while pressing the plus key in your nested or in your rule uh, options that you're taking, and you will find it will come up with a nested option for you. And you can create as many nested options in your query as you like. Although, to be honest with you, creating too many nested queries might make it a little bit difficult for the query to actually work. But if you are looking for nested, just click the option key and the plus um, option will actually turn into an ellipses. And uh, hey, presto, away you go. Not hmm. head. Ah! Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Oh, <laughs> there he goes. Right off into the sunset. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm going to do my app pick. Because that's what I do. Oh, you're still there. <laughs> I'm still here. It's called, and this is actually an older game, uh, but it's it's relatively new to the Mac. It's called the Movies Superstar Edition by Feral Interactive. It's $19.99 on the Mac App Store. 
And the the cool thing about this game, and the game itself is kind of fun. You're building up a a movie studio from like the 1910s, and you get new technology, and you got to deal with actors and actresses, and you know people with bad attitudes, and and all the rest of that stuff. Uh, but the the really cool thing is is that when you start making, uh, actually, you can actually make movies with simulated actors in uh, sets that they have pre-built. And there's actually some sets that you can go out onto the net and find and add into the game. And there's this thing, It's and I know I'm going to say this wrong, it's Machinima, which is... Machinima. Machinima. This is animation that uses real-time computer graphic engines to create a cinematic production. And something like, yeah, I don't know, have you ever heard of Red versus Blue? Uh, Yes. Okay, it's by oh, what is the name of the guys that do that? I've got like multiple multiple seasons of it. Um, something, and I think Parrot is actually in the name of it. But regardless, if you go on to iTunes, they actually sell uh, the seasons of Red versus Blue in iTunes now, and some of them are just so so very funny. But they use the the Halo engine, the the the, the video game Halo. And uh, they use the network feature and they'll have different people controlling different colored, you know, Master Chief characters. And they'll use uh, someone that you don't see, but that person is like the the live camera guy. So and they're recording his part of the game. So this camera guy who's in the game, he's watching the other players in the game. And then they add effects and they add uh, dialogue and and. Uh, I've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff where they'll take like the, the warthog, which is like the four wheel drive car and they'll need it to go up to a certain part and they'll miss the mark as they're playing the game to make the warthog do this. And so they'll have to go back and restart the game to get, to get the whole thing to that point again. It's actually quite funny. Uh, but this game, the movie's superstar edition by feral interactive will give you kind of a taste of, of how you can make machinima and it's a machinima. lot of fun. Machinima. Sounds cool. Sounds, yeah. Well done. And they're from um, your neck of the woods, I think. Feral Interactive. I believe they are. I, I actually have sent uh, an email to Feral on a couple of occasions. Might only have been once. Um, <laughs> well, once, uh, you know, a couple. Just to, to see if I could get an interview with them because they are from over here in the UK and uh, I didn't have a response. So I might, I might try them again and see if I can find somebody who wants to come over and talk to us. But uh, um, they don't only do Mac stuff, do they? So uh, they, Well, they, they do might. a lot of the Mac ports of existing yeah, yeah, games yeah. from other yeah. companies. So we'll see. Okay, so my pick is I, I was looking through a lot of uh, um, actual – Hints and tips to try and come up with, um, obviously, a Gazzy's tip. And I, I was looking at other things like renaming. I was look, looking for apps like renaming apps. And I thought, hang on a minute, because Automator kept yep. popping up. And I've actually used Automator to create some PDFs. In fact, when I first came onto a Mac... Um, I, I set up an automator process to to do exactly that. And then I thought, well, I can't remember if I've picked automator. So my app pick is actually automator. Now, I'm going to read you this from, which is actually from the Apple's website. And it says, with automator, 
actions and support for Apple script commands. Apple Remote Desktop 3. Hang on a minute, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what it says at Automator. Apple Remote Desktop 3. Oh, it's taken me to the wrong link. Anyway, Automator can automate some of your actions and scripts that you've got. And basically, you can go into Automator and it can make things that you do on a regular basis or things that you don't do on a regular basis which have a complicated process but you can then use the action to save it as an application or you can save it as a command for you to actually uh, get uh, um, um, basically it sets it up in your services panel so whenever you go to your menu bar you'll see uh, probably in there you'll see something which is called services and you can set it up so that the action that you've created will appear in there. Now, I've got a couple of links that um, I'm going to send to the website. One is Apple's own automation home, which actually I think that's the wrong one that I've sent you now looking at it, but I'll correct that before we finish. And the other one is called automatorworld.com, where there are lots of examples of how to get Automator up and running. And pre-built ones too. Yeah, there are, and it, it's, it's they're pre-built ones, which you could then probably adapt to your own machine. But go into Automator. Don't get too frightened by it, because I think a lot of people do. Uh, if you're new to the Mac, it's a great little tool for doing all sorts of stuff. So yeah. um, go over and have a look. So my pick this week is Automator, and uh, we'll put a couple of links to um, some good sites, and I won't send the one that I've sent currently. Because <laughs> apparently it's cobbler's. It's well. It's not. It's basically sending you to Apple Remote Desktop Three, but it's talking about the automation part of it. So, um, but there, I'm sure there's an automator home in uh, right. at Apple. So, I'll well, it, well, it's like you were saying. If there is something that that you always mm-hmm. have to do, like like in if you have to convert, say, an audio or video file from one format to another, and it involves you know several various steps, that's something that you can do in Automator. And, well, it's and also, instead of instead of like opening up each one of these programs and doing all that stuff, you set up like a a, a script or or a, actually a separate application to do it, and you just drop the file right on there, and it'll do it automatically. Yeah, it's yep. so cool. It is. It is a very. I think it's so. It's probably completely underutilized, and uh, it's a cracking little um, Apple application. Yep, and free, even better. Yeah, yeah it comes with the Mac. Yep, and uh, we don't have a people's pick this week, guess. Oh, shatfish. Shatfish. I just so shat. Yeah, shatfish. But if people wanted to send you a people's pick, how would they do it? They could do it very easily, Guy, by sending oh. me an email oh. using a client of their choice. They would send that email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z at and mymac.com. If they also wanted to contact me on the Twitters, you can contact me via twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. That's G-A-Z, <gasps> M-A-Z, all one word. We also have a joint account, which you can contact us on on twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. <laughs> We've got a feedback at feedback.com. Uh, sorry, feedback at mymac.com email address. And Guy, if yeah. people wanted to ask you where the hell was their Wooty because they've done a review in iTunes, who would they send it to? They would send that to me. And then I would ask them, well, why didn't you send me your email address so that I could send it back to you? But that would be foolish since they contacted me via email, which is 
guy at mymac.com. And I too have a Twitter account. It is twitter.com forward slash Mac parrot. <laughs> Mac parrot. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a Skype number gas that is just, it's sad. This is a, a very, very sad Skype number. And it's not sad. No, it's not a sad. It's just not very busy. It's really lonely. I'm so lonely. And that number is You're gonna be lonely in a minute if you keep that up. Can I apologize to all the listeners? Well you could, but it's really too late. Too late. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) And we would like to thank Max Sales or uh, Otherworld Computing, which you can find at MaxSales.com for sponsoring the MyMac.com podcast, you can reach them 24-7 at 1-800-275-4576. And we would like to thank every single one of you who yes. has downloaded the MyMac podcast. It we is, really would. We, we, we shake our heads ruefully as we put this show out each week thinking, well, this has got to be the one that just drives them away. And <laughs> – so far and we do our best and we do our best <laughs> well we do our best not to but it just doesn't no, no we do our best <laughs> oh oh you mean in putting out a show or to yes. drive them away <laughs> well okay. take your pick really yeah take really pick. yeah it's, it's kind of the same <laughs> yeah and you know i think that but on that note this is probably the best show oh, that we have ever done ever ever and that ever. we're good enough ever and we're good enough smart enough and Doug got it. People love us. Ridim mor agos at benod bum cant ye kalaf. Did you say bum? Shh. Why kufro or kufo? Ah. New air fella. Air fella. Air fella. My dom, my dim, even my dim on knee. Question mark. <laughs> Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast. Geekiest show ever, the TeacherCast podcast, the Apple Junkies podcast, and the all-new App Minute podcast. Keep it up to go. Yep. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> I actually didn't mean to hit that. The hyperdrive is leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cha cha cha. Oh, do I have a oh, do I have a monkey sound? I just did you one. I know, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> you gonna do that while I'm doing the uh, the title? I can do if you want me to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll be good. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> You can turn me down a bit. Of <laughs> I was trying not to laugh as I was doing the title. <laughs> I thought I'd make a very good monkey. Yeah, I was a good monkey. Good <laughs> monkey.
work. <laughs> that was a good slap, wasn't it, actually? It was. Did it hurt? Yourself. <laughs> Did that you hurt? Go, you can go now, Mrs. G. I know you enjoyed doing the slap. <laughs> oh, that's, you had her there just for the slap? Yeah, she'd been standing there an hour waiting to do that. Yeah, but I'm sure she considered it time well spent. Because <laughs> yeah. at Stand the end, for action. Because <laughs> at the end, she got to hit you. Yeah. And you wanted her to. You're so good. <laughs> How many ways can we say stand by to stand by? We come up with new ones almost every week. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, lovely. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, it's a- You know what they needed all that power for? This. (laughs) (laughs) To pull, you know, it was this nose hair that was like just annoying. (laughs) You shop. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, if, if I'm honest, I think Gaelic is really the true language of the English. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is too. And, uh, it, but, I, but we don't speak it at all now, um, you know. And um, the but the Welsh, the Welsh, I think is because there is Gaelic, a little bit of Gaelic spoke in some parts of Scotland and some parts of Ireland. But the Welsh do have uh, certainly in uh, their own language, North yeah. was, and it's 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 really based on the Gaelic. Uh, if not, you could almost call it Gaelic, and it's got an awful lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It. it sounds like you should really see a doctor about this. You know, I yeah. mean, you had yeah. you seem to have a condition that's preventing you from articulating, being, yeah, <laughs> whatever it is you're trying to say. And of course, it being a really old language, they never had words for like like toilet and things like that. So, yeah, so I was like, you know, <laughs> toilet. Yeah, yeah. or <laughs> ja airport. <laughs> Oh, dear. Anyway, 